0: Welcome to the Dr. Berg's Healthy Keto and Intermittent Fasting Podcast, where Dr. Berg takes you on the journey for the truth about getting healthy and losing healthy weight. Had a recent question, how often should you do intermittent fasting? Well, good question, and there's several ways to do it. And let's just kind of go through the different ways. You have something called the five and two, which actually I do not like at all. Five days of the week, you pretty much eat what you want. And then for two days, maybe it's going to be on the weekend, you do a version of intermittent fasting, which is not intermittent fasting. It's basically you reduce your calories down to 500 calories per day. So that's kind of mimicking fasting. So here's the problem. It takes three to five days to adapt to ketosis. So if you're going to eat what you want for five days, and then for two days, go down to 500 calories, you're going to be so hungry and craving. I mean, what are you trying to achieve? If you're trying to do weight loss, you're going to spike insulin on these days, and this is going to be so insignificant. So I do not recommend the five and two. Then you have the every other day fasting where you're not eating anything for one day, And then one day you're eating back and forth. Again, it's gonna be rough because it takes three to five days to fully adapt to ketosis to the point where you're like nearly 100%, especially if you have insulin resistance. But the point is, it takes longer. So every other day doesn't allow you to do much adaptation. So I recommend you do daily intermittent fasting. So one of these right here, you have 16 and 8, which is probably the most common. So you're fasting for 16 hours, but your eating window is eight hours. So let's say the time between your breakfast and your dinner or your lunch and your dinner is a total of eight hours because they don't really specify if you're gonna do two meals or three meals, Um, but you have an eight hour eating window, but then you have 16 hours of fasting. For the average person, this might be a very good thing. Now, the key is not snacking, of course, And also what might be good is if you were to do this with two meals and then not eat anything else but in the eating window. So you have your first meal and then you wait eight hours, have the second meal, and then you have nothing to eat. So you're getting the benefit of that fasting after the second meal all the way to the first meal on the next day. And then you have 20 and four, which I really like this one because you can start seeing even more benefits, especially with anti-aging. And it's very therapeutic for your brain and your heart. And um, it's for a lot of things. It's good for repair. So let's say, for example, your first meal is at two in the afternoon and your second meal is at six. That would be a four-hour eating window with 20 hours of fasting. And you're not eating anything during that period of time. You're drinking water. You can have coffee, maybe a little cream. You can take your vitamins. You can do tea. You can probably also do things like stevia, but you're not having any meals because an actual meal will trigger insulin. So this is a very, very good one. And then you have OMAD, one meal a day. And a lot of people are doing this with fantastic success. It's even better than this if you can do it. If you're over the age of 50 and you want to lose weight, this is probably what you want to shoot for as you get into it and adapt to it. Because not only are you going to lose weight pretty quick, but if you have any type of blood sugar issues, you're going to uh, fast for, what, 23 hours So it's a lot of of good repair action. Now, if you are a diabetic and you have a slow metabolism and you're postmenopausal, I recommend doing one meal a day every other day. Now, I would work up to that, but some people need to do that to see even more change, especially if they're not seeing a lot of weight loss in their midsection and they just need to take it to the next level. And with this too, you can also add periodic prolonged fasting. So you're fasting a little longer, maybe every two weeks or every month. Maybe you go for 48 hours or 72 hours. That just puts the icing on the cake. Maybe I shouldn't talk about cake. The key thing is always make sure you're doing keto, healthy keto with minute fasting, because a lot of times these programs allow you to eat you know, have a cheat meal, whatever. Well, ideally we don't want to do that because it just kind of sets us back. There's alternative foods that you can eat to give you a dessert or uh, that you eat with the meal, not as a snack, that are very similar to um, some of the pleasure foods out there. So it's when you're doing these right here every single day, you're really allowing your body to adapt and get into it. And so it's very easy at that point because you're not craving anything anymore. So your hunger is gone. Uh, these other ones, you know, I can't say that your hunger is going to go away from that. Also, you want to look at the purpose for doing it. Let's say you want to lose weight. Well, it really depends on your metabolism. If your metabolism is fast, then you can get away with somewhere in here, okay? maybe 18 and six. Um, if it's slow, you're going to have to go to OMAD or even one meal a day every other day. Now, if you're doing it for health reasons, let's say you have Alzheimer's, Parkinson's, or epilepsy, or some other health problem, um, I think this would be perfect for you. Uh, One of the challenges that you may have if you want to not lose as much weight is that your insulin is going to be so low, so you're going to lose a lot of weight. So you may want to just eat large meals on those two meals and make sure you add a little more fat maybe keep your carbs at 60 grams, okay? A little bit higher than what we normally recommend, which is 20 to 50. So, I mean, if you're like in your 20s, you can probably handle that. Going into intermittent fasting, this is what I recommend. Start off with three meals a day. You might already be on that, but you also might be snacking. So the first step is to cut out the snacking, okay? Especially at night. That's number one. Now, if you find that difficult, just add some fat to the meal, Okay. Then what happens is use the rule, don't eat unless you're hungry. Okay. In the morning, am I hungry? Let's say you're not, then don't eat. Go as long as possible without eating. Okay. So ideally the first meal would be at the lunchtime. Okay. But if you're still hungry in the morning, it could be the day before that supper, the day before you had too many carbs. Okay. That could be why, or you may need to add more fat to the meal, or you just have to give it more time, or you need to add some MCT oil to your coffee here to allow you to go longer. Okay. So anyway, when you do that, you're going to go longer and longer and longer. So you, let's say you have your breakfast here, and then the next day it's here and here, and then finally you're here. Okay. So then you're at two meals a day. And then Let's say you want to go to one, one meal a day, then you slowly start to eat later and later and later. So you get one o'clock, two o'clock, three o'clock. That depending on your hunger, let your body tell you when to eat, uh, adding fat when necessary, and then um, make sure that you're also doing your nutrients too. That will help cravings as well and make it a lot easier. All right, there you have it. There's my answer to how often you should do intermittent fasting.: So if you want more knowledge on how to create a healthy body, Subscribe now and get daily notifications.